Blink a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. I am your host, your solo host today. It is Friday, November 18th, vacation Friday. Yes, I'm looking at the next week off. Gonna be nice. Thanksgiving week, uh, episode number 590. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into the show. I'm gonna fly solo today. Maximus has stuff going on. Almost had Trey in here uh, to uh, fill in. But good luck, Trey, interviewing for a new position. Uh, I'm not sure if it, it's at the same same place he's at or a new place. But, uh, yeah, good luck on the interview. Hope he nails it and uh, gets that promotion he's looking for. Uh, full disclosure, I, I did not watch one single second of Thursday Night Football. In fact, I didn't even know, uh, didn't even know the outcome until I got home last night at the, the water polo season-ending banquet last night went spectacularly really had a fun night good night um, great way to wrap up the season and uh, yeah so but no football no football last night I see that the Titans uh, beat the Packers 27 to 17 some surprising numbers here I went ahead and didn't play Tannehill uh, this week in MSD because uh, you know he's not usually uh, good for many points, but uh, I think he had a pretty decent game last night. Uh, Tannehill was 22 of 27, 333 yards passing, which is uh, probably, uh, have to imagine that's his high for the year. Two touchdowns, uh, one interception. Uh, Derrick Henry did his thing. 28 carries, only 87 yards, so uh, he didn't dominate on the ground. Uh, did get a touchdown on the ground. Also threw two passes, not just one, but two passes. Completed both of them for four yards and a touchdown as well. So maybe running out of, uh, you know, running out of uh, direct snap to the to the running back or something. I'm not sure what was going on there. Didn't see any highlights or anything. Also had two catches for 45 yards. So a very solid fantasy night again for uh, Derrick Henry. Traylon Burks, welcome back. <clears throat> he uh, got uh, got into the game and was very involved. Seven catches for 111 yards. Robert Woods also involved, six for 69. And the two touchdowns, the two touchdowns go to none other than the tight end. Four catches for 36, 36 yards and two touchdowns. Austin Hooper gets both of those in the air. Uh, for the Titans on the on the other side of the ball, I did play Rodgers in one league. Um, kind of desperation move because uh, we don't know. Kyler Murray is uh, questionable still for Monday night too, which makes it even harder. So I had to roll the dice and throw in Rodgers. Pretty good. Got me 23 points. You know, can't complain too much about that. 24 for 39, 227 yards, two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions, and 
Yeah, in, in the loss, uh, Aaron Jones, 12 carries, 40 yards, did have six catches for 20 yards, so kind of salvaged his night. That looks like, uh, what's that, about a 6, 10, 12-point night. You know, not great, didn't get in the end zone, but uh, didn't completely crappy anyway. Uh, Randall Cobb, I believe Maximus called it a little bigger game than this, but uh, 6 for 73, was very involved. Alan Lazard, 5 for 57. And Christian Watson does it again. Uh, four catches, 48 yards, two touchdowns, two more touchdowns. That's uh, five touchdowns in the last two weeks, if you're counting on Christian Watson there. I picked him up in redraft, uh, Used our finally used our our top waiver uh, waiver spot on Christian Watson, put him in the lineup, and, you know, in a standard scoring league, got us 17 points. So uh, good start to the week there. Uh, we need to win out. Um, your mama and I need to win out to and and get a lot of help, a lot of help uh, in order to even make the playoffs in that league. So you know, good start to the week. We'll see if uh, somebody else can step up on our on our team. Uh, big trade yesterday in the KFL. Haven't had one of these. I mean, we've messed around, messed around with the three with the three way trade before. Um, you know, where we've just basically traded fab dollars or whatever around so just to say we were the first to uh, make a three-way trade workout uh, this is the first one i remember that actually has substance it actually has players involved uh, so it went down maximus jay to the bro and kahuna get together and put together a kind of a monster package here right so kahuna he gets winston chark rondale moore uh, Trey Lance, Romeo Dobbs, Trey McBride, and Clint's first round pick in 2023. So he gets one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pieces to the puzzle. Jay to the bro, he ends up getting Carson Wentz, Daryl Henderson, Antonio Gibson, and Kahuna's first round pick uh, in 2023. Okay, and then. Uh, Maximus, who I honestly, honestly, I think Maximus won this deal. Uh, he gets Kenneth Walker, just one, one guy, but, uh, that's a big piece. So he gets, he gets Walker. Uh, I don't even know what, what, who gave up here. I mean, I didn't write that down. Um, who gave up what to whom, uh, a lot of pieces moving around here, a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, the, the first round picks are are good in both of these. Um, basically, I know that Jay to the bro definitely gave up Kenneth Walker in this. So he gets Wentz, Gibson, Henderson, and Kahuna's first in return for that. But I, I'm not sure what else he gave up uh, along the way. But uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of moving parts here. Winston, Chark, Rondell Moore, Trey Lance, Romeo Dobbs, Trey McBride, Clint's first goes to Kahuna, Carson Wentz, Antonio Gibson, Daryl Henderson, and Kahuna's first round pick goes to Jay to the Bro, and Kenneth Walker goes to Maximus. So you be the judge. Who won that one in a dynasty? <clears throat> You'll see. We'll see how it works out. I mean, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on there. So, fun trade, fun trade. Uh, first actual three-way trade I've seen go down in any of my dynasty leagues. Sunday morning. Let's get right to it. I'm gonna buzz through because I'm running behind. Anybody ever notice how 
feel like we talked about this a little bit the other day, how technology, uh, while it makes our life a lot easier, sometimes makes it harder. Yeah, I just I just spent 45 minutes on the phone with Apple Sport trying to figure out uh, why uh, I'm not able to update uh, the apps in my phone. And, you know, it's not usually a big deal, but sometimes when you need to open an app and it won't open because it needs to be um, it needs to be updated. Yeah. And it won't update itself. Yeah, it's a pain. So I got it figured out. The, the apps were really, really old. And uh, when you have, when you've had an iPhone for a long, long time and you've had a couple different Apple IDs, uh, the app is attached to the Apple ID that it was loaded with. And so, it, you know, over the years, if you've changed your password, changed your username, all that, um, it only responds back to that app, uh, to, to, to that uh, email address and that password. So, yeah, figured that one out the hard way, 45 minutes, but it's done, taken care of. Technology makes our life easier. Sunday morning. No, we already covered Sunday morning. And there was one change to the Sunday morning, keeping in mind that we were supposed to be watching uh, a game in Buffalo between the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns, where the Bills were eight and a half point favorites and the over under was going to be 43 and a half. I haven't checked to see if that's updated, but they have updated the game. It has moved to Detroit, Ford Field in Detroit. going to be played at the same time, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time kickoff. But uh, that should change uh, offensive outcomes greatly, and I'm sure the weather was affecting that over-under and everything involved in that. So you can feel free uh, to, um, you know, kind of change up what you were thinking in terms of, who might be valuable in that game. Uh, another interesting piece to this is, so it's supposed to be, a it, it's a road game, right? Road game for the Cleveland Browns. We're supposed to be in Buffalo, so you can assume that Amari Cooper is going to do nothing. And now it's kind of a road game, but it's probably closer to Cleveland, and it's not really a technically uh, a road game in Buffalo. So does this affect Amari Cooper? Does he now have a good game? You'll have to decide <clears throat> whether you want to put him in the lineup or not. But one that's the big change. So they were expecting they were expecting three to six feet of snow over the next couple of days. And I think they were worried not only uh, about when they would be able to get the Browns in to the stadium uh, and whether they would be able whether they would actually be able to get them there and, you know, what effects that would have on the game. So they just uh, they just moved it. They're not going to mess with it. They're not going to risk not getting the game played and have to, you know, juggle schedules and all that. So to Detroit, they head. Raiders at the Broncos Sunday afternoon. Yuck. Broncos are two and a half point favorites in this, favorites in this and a 41 and a half point over under. I'm going to take the under on this. Uh, I know that the Raiders and Broncos scored, uh, you know, more than this the first time they played, but I don't think they will this time. The Raiders definitely are not as stacked as they were back then. They don't have, they're, they're missing guys all over the place. Broncos are still bad. And uh, yeah, so I'll take, I'm going to take uh, the Broncos to cover the two and a half in this one. And we'll see how that works out. Cowboys at the Vikings. Woo, this is a good one, right? The eight and one Vikings, the six and three Cowboys, I believe. 
the Vikings are one and a half point favorites at home with a 47 and a half point over under. And let's see. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. It sounds like Zeke is probably going to play in this one. So, yeah. So your Tony Pollard shares don't hold quite as much value, although I would still I would still run Pollard out ahead of Zeke in terms of the number of touches he's going to get. They'll probably ease Zeke back into this and not go crazy. Uh, C.D. Lamb went off last week. We'll see if he can back that up. Uh, still waiting for Michael Gallup to get involved. Dal- Dalton Schultz had a good game last week, so maybe you can uh, capitalize on that. On the Vikings side of the ball, you've got Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, of course. Take your chance on Adam Thielen. T.J. Hawkinson has been super involved uh, in the passing game since being traded there. I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Vikings to win this one and cover the one and a half points over the Cowboys and go to nine and one, nine and one in that one, just fresh off that win at Buffalo. So they're going to keep the roll going. Then you got the the rivalry, the matchup, the Bengals at the Steelers. Steelers are getting four and a half points at home. Uh, both teams coming off the bye week, I think, or the Bengals are for sure. Maybe, maybe not the Steelers. I don't know. No, Steelers aren't coming off a bye. They won last week. Uh, 41 and a half points is the over under on this one. Kind of like, I kind of like the under a little bit because the Steelers with TJ Watt playing now going to be uh, a little better on defense and the Bengals, you know, should be able to hold the Steelers down on offense as well. I will take, uh, I'm going to take, uh, coming off the bye, Steelers. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Steelers getting the four and a half points at home. Um, that's kind of, kind of a risky pick there. Bengals, you never know what you're getting with the Bengals. You know, some makes one week, they look spectacular. The next week, not so spectacular. And yeah, that's kind of how their season has gone. So we'll see which version of the Bengals we get. It's on the road. It's in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh getting points. I'm going to take Pittsburgh and the under 41 and a half on that one. Sunday night football. You've got the Chiefs. Visiting the Chargers in SoFi Stadium. Chargers are getting six and a half points at home with a 50-point over-under. This one is an easy Chargers pick for me only because I don't think they will win the game. I think the Chiefs win the game, but I think the Chargers are able to keep this thing within six and a half because anybody that has any knowledge of this matchup over the last several years uh, it's no matter how good or bad either of the teams are it's always a great matchup that always comes down to the wire um, so even in an overtime game uh, if the Chiefs were to win an overtime on a touchdown that would be only six points because they're not going to kick that extra point and the six and a half would be enough to get me in the money on the Chargers and we'll take the Chargers to cover the six and a half points at home, but probably still lose the game. Niners, Monday Night Football, we got Niners at the Cardinals, another divisional matchup. Cardinals are getting eight points at home. We don't know. Colt McCoy, we don't know. Kyler Murray, none of that is known. Maybe even a Marquise Brown sighting. Uh, he could even possibly be back in this game, so we'll keep an eye on uh, on that. And D-Hop, of course, you'll play him. Rondale Moore has been uh, playing really well. Not sure what's going on with the Cardinals at tight end. Um, you know, Ertz is, Ertz is done. Uh, 
I don't think the rookie's ready to step in there. On the Niners' side of the ball, you know, you've got Christian McCaffrey. You can probably play Elijah Mitchell as well. Uh, he was effective, 20 carries, 20-plus carries for almost 90 yards last week. If he gets in the end zone, then he's, you know, probably going to score almost as much as McCaffrey is. Uh, Debo Samuel, uh, part of a big trade and insane. See if he comes out and, and gets going. Uh, Brandon Ayuk has been pretty involved in there, and we're still waiting for the consistency of George Kittle to show up, but uh, maybe he'll get involved in this game. I will take the – I'm going to take the Cardinals again at home getting eight points. That's a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Cardinals, even though they probably won't win the game, and I'm going to take the uh, over. I'm going to go over on 43-and-a-half points on that game. And that wraps up our Sunday and Monday uh, matchups getting ready for the weekend here heading into vacation well we'll be we'll be on we'll be rolling next week monday tuesday and wednesday we will record probably a probably a long episode on wednesday getting ready for uh the three games on thanksgiving and uh i'm sure we'll take the friday off i'm gonna try to get myself to the coast and and have some relaxing time down there, and we'll uh, we'll record from there at some point. Might be a little later in the day that the, the that the episode shows up, but it, it'll get there. You'll get your blink. Don't worry. But for now, I'm going to get out of here. Get started on my Friday. Get this thing over with, and uh, you know, get to the finish line and and, and enjoy some some downtime. For the fantasy blink, I am the commish, and I am the one and only blinker today and i am over and out have a great weekend everyone